Hey guys, this is Brother John, I'd like to welcome you to episode 6 of the Fireside Chat radio broadcast. And I'm going to leave it here, where I'm actually thinking about changing the name over. It'll still be Fireside Chat radio broadcast when you search it in iTunes, because I don't want to go back through the process of changing all that. But from here on out, the podcast, I'm going to change the name just over to Fireside Radio podcast because it's going to be the official podcast of the flagship fireside radio so that's just a quick note if you guys are following me on youtube or anything like that and you see the names change that's what it's all about it's not really a big deal i'm just i'm just giving it some distinction and since this is christmas eve i would like to say merry christmas to everybody i hope you're having a great time i hope you're spending time with your families I hope everything's going well for you. I hope it's just been a real blessing for you. I got a real blessing yesterday myself on the 23rd. I got to go out with a group, with a guy from my church who's a chaplain for the Honor Guard veterans up here. And whether I've ever mentioned it on here or anywhere else before, I'm a veteran too. I was in, I used to be in the Marine Corps. And what I did is I went out with them to hand out gifts at the four local rest homes around this area where we have a lot of veterans. And, you know, for one reason or another, they may not have someone to come visit them, or it may just be others who don't have someone to come visit them. So we got to go out and deliver some gifts to them, and I got to meet some really nice people. I met this really wonderful lady named Alberta who just made a blessing on my day. She was great. She as soon as as soon as I started talking to her, she was just like a firecracker. She was there was absolutely no signs of aging there in this woman. She was all there, just go go go. She was telling me about how in World War II she drove a Salvation Army bus in Philadelphia, handing stuff over to where they were training military dogs, and she had to hand it. She was telling me how they handed handed over the fence. Great, you know, it was a real blessing. But the funniest thing she said was that just really amazed me too, because we were having such a great conversation. She said, "Yep, as of right now, I am 97 and three quarters years old," <laughs> which I thought was really funny because it was kid-like that she added that three quarters to the end of it. But that but it didn't really strike me as as much until I had time to think about it later. But it did hit me at that point. I'm like, "Wow, this lady is almost uh, is literally about to turn 98 years old." And she's still mentally completely there, like, like it, like she was 25. It was a blessing to see. And uh, anyway, long story short about it, she thanked us at the end, and she also thanked us for listening to her lecture. <laughs> she was knitting a scarf for a friend whose husband is battling cancer for the third time. He's around the same age as her, and the cancer's in his throat, so she's knitting him a scarf for it. But it, she was just a, a sweetheart. She actually started one of the local organizations around here for feeding the poor on the holidays. She was one of the six people that started that. It's a true blessing. I just I could go on and on and on about it. But I'm gonna try to make this one short because I know it's like Thanksgiving. I I try to I try not to give you to take up too much of your time on a holiday. But I wanted to give you something because the Lord did put something on my heart and I wanted to go ahead and share it. I was going to wait and carry over 
and just start back on the 31st and go into the new year with the podcast, because obviously you saw I took last week off. Um, but he put this on my heart just now, and I felt like that I needed to share it with you. So I'm going to. It's actually in the book of John. And to be more specific, it is the conversation between Jesus and the Samaritan woman. And it is John 4.24. And I'm actually going to step back. Let me take that back. I'm going to go ahead and step back to 4.23 because I'm going to read both together. These words of Jesus, these two verses really need to go together to get what I'm trying to say, trying to say about it. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is the Spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, I'm sure you've heard that a hundred times, a million times even maybe. I know I've read that a lot in my life. I've heard that a lot, and I've really had it read to me a lot. I was looking through my study Bible and I read something and then I began to, re- and then God began to just sort of open my eyes to it and I, I began to really understand something there. And it's not so, I used, I, I used to think on things like that and like, wow, how do I worship God in spirit? How do I draw my spirit into worship, communing with Him like that? And I realized it's not, and what I've come to learn over time is it's not as complicated as that. I've, I've been on this kick lately of overcomplicating my life and my beliefs and my faith for just no reason whatsoever than to just make life hard on myself. But I'll give you a little kick over from what my study Bible says about it. When we worship Him in spirit and truth, This speaks of our spirits communing with God, who is a spirit, in reality, not just pretending to worship because we think we should or participating in some ceremony in which we do not think about Him. Now I want you to think about that long and hard and what it's saying there, and and I'm sure the Holy Spirit will open your eyes to that as well. What is the worship of in spirit and in truth? Well, as as that footnote pointed out, worshiping in spirit is communing with the, communing with the Holy Spirit, communing with God, and worshiping Him, obeying His Spirit, let, feeling what He's telling you to do, let, in doing it in reality. And how do we do that? We focus on Him, which is where the truth part comes in. That's the part that He really opened my eyes to and understand. Because when I hear the word in spirit and in truth. I think of telling the truth, like being, like, like be honest, don't lie. Make sure you're always saying the truth. The fact is, we're humans, and we're at some point in time going to lie when we speak, whether we mean to or not. So that's not really the point of what it's saying here. The point of what it's saying here in truth is, don't walk into church because you think you have to go to church. Or, to take it a step farther, don't go to church because you think church is going to give you salvation. Don't slip into that mistake. You should go to church and you should gather with others, but it's not... It's saying don't participate in ceremony, and 
I know there are some faiths around Christianity that put a lot of emphasis on ceremony. And not just on ceremony, but how ceremony is done. And what God has opened my eyes to on this is He's not really concerned with our ceremony. Because our ceremony can honor Him no more than we little humans possibly can. No matter how, no matter how glorious we make a ceremony, we'll never honor Him to the degree He deserves. But what, it's, what He's interested in is our honest participation in that. Whatever that ceremony may be, however we do it be, as long as it is something scripturally, according to His Word, that He wants done, as long as we do it the way He wants it done, and we do it with a willing heart to participate, He'll carry us the rest of the way into it. He wants us to commune, commune with Him. It's... And then it also, as it says, as it also adds on into that too, in which we do not think about Him. Any time that you go in to worship God, you should do the best you can. And trust me, I know about wandering minds because I've been in many, many, I've been in many services in my life that I've often caught my mind wandering off to things that I shouldn't be. Because I can promise you, just as surely as anything, the devil will put those impulses in, in your mind just as fast as he can. He can't make you do anything, but he can distract you. But if you will focus on God, and you will focus on communing with him, he will open, he will open the doors up to you. Because he wants you to commune with him. But he wants you to do it honestly. He wants you to be there to worship him. It all goes back to the idea of predestination versus free will. At least the way I, I, I understand it, it does. And what I mean, go back to that, I don't mean exactly what the two are. What I mean is, why does God not determine that you are going to be this or you are going to be that? from the beginning why didn't he just why did he not just force Adam not to sin why did he not simply just why does he not just simply stop us every time we start to do something wrong it's because he gives us a choice because you can't love and you can't worship anything or anyone by force Look at look at some of the more violent religions around the world. And I know people say that Islam is a religion of peace. I think it's a false religion. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny it. And I think it's a violent religion. I'm sure I can get into many debates with many people, but I'm gonna tell you this is what I've seen. It's what I've seen for myself in but in, in text, scripture text, and in practice, there's some very nice people 
that practice Islam. I'm sure there are, and I would not want to say that there's not. I think they're deceived, because I don't think they. I, I I'm sorry if I I believe in the one true God and His Son Jesus Christ, and anything else is a deception. There is no other way to heaven. There is no other way to God. Everything outside of that is a deception. But, I also do believe it's a very violent religion from what I've seen from my own experience in life. And not necessarily violence because, we're, just forget terrorism, I, I think it's a violent religion because it wants to, it, it does not seek to spread its will, it seeks to impose its will. And the attempt to uh, impose that will on others is exactly why it's a deception because God does not make you love him he does not make you worship him he could it's well within his power but he doesn't because he wants it to be honest from you and if you have the free will to choose to worship him truthfully or to ignore him you, you do it honestly because you make the choice and no matter how many dark days or how much struggle, struggle we go up and down with when we worship him truthfully when we come to him truthfully when we bow before him honestly and we seek him he will allow us to find him he will commune with us. Now, I'm not going to say that you can't have this recurring sin in your life that's not going to create that barrier between the two of you. You need to clear your heart, clear your conscience, clear your mind, clear your life. Clean all that up before you commune with Him. Which you can do. You can do very simply by asking for forgiveness and repenting from what it is that you're doing that's causing that. Once again, I'm not saying, I, I don't mean that you can forgive your own sins or you can save yourself or anything like that. Let's not go off in that direction. That's not what I mean by that. I meant what I literally said. You can repent from that sin and ask His forgiveness. And, you can, and through His Son, Jesus Christ, you can clear that up. And then you'll be able to commune together. Because there won't be that blockage of sin in there with it. But I really just uh, wanted to focus on this really quick point. Because he put that on my heart. To finally, uh, it, it seems like a very simple thing that you, that looking back on it now, I should have grasped this a long time ago. But for some reason, it wasn't, I just felt the need to read my Bible a little while ago. And here we go. This is, this is how it popped up. But I think he's speaking to me to share that. But I think it's also part of the answer that I need for what I've been going through in my own personal struggle the past couple of weeks. So I suppose that's one of the reasons that I took last week off from doing the podcast. I have been in a, a very up and down place with spiritual warfare 
it's honestly been a struggle inside my own head for a while, but it's starting to level out now. I think I'm starting to come out of the valley some, and I know the Lord loves me, and I know that He's going to make something good out of it, and I know that this struggle in my life is for my own benefit, if for no other reason than to just make my faith and dependence on Him stronger. So I trust Him completely. And because of that, I'm going to let, I, I'm, I, I, I don't want to stand in the way of what I am supposed to learn. I just want to do it honestly. And that's what I need to do. And guys, I thank you for sharing this with me. And I thank you, Father in Heaven, for giving me this message to share. You know, guys, it's, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to be completely honest. Because there's a, I mean, you, I'm sure that you're all just like me. There's a lot of things you can never forget out of your mind. A lot of bad things, bad, bad, bad things you've done in your past before you got saved. Things that other people may never in your lifetime know about you. That's okay, we don't have to. God knows it. As long as you're being honest with Him about it, that's what matters. Right now, I'll be 100% honest with you, I feel the Holy Spirit moving through me right now, and I'm so thankful for every minute of it, because Lord, I just, I love this communion with you, and I thank you, I thank you so much, Father, for letting me share this with everybody. I'm going to let you go ahead and go here once again I wanted to say Merry Christmas to you I wanted to thank you for those of you who listen to the podcast regularly those who are new welcome aboard um, I will make one last quick announcement I guess I should have made at the beginning and that is, if any of you follow me on the official Facebook page, you will notice the official Facebook page is not there anymore. And your guess is as good as mine as to why. I just logged on one day and my account was deactivated. So I'm assuming that at some point or another I got hacked or something happened. And nonetheless, Facebook deactivated it and... I've contacted them about it, but I don't think I'm going to open it back up. I think I'm just going to stick with our main website, The Independent, and just try to focus on bringing it up, because I've also got the uh, Fireside Radio page open. And actually, it's I'm going to post up the Fireside Radio page on 
the official YouTube page because for those of you who don't like to deal with iTunes or don't feel like staying on YouTube, you can follow the podcast, the RSS feed of the podcast from our Fireside Radio website. So that gives you a third option to listen to this. But if you guys don't mind, I'm going to lead us in a short little prayer and then I will turn you loose for the holidays and hopefully you guys will be going to church Sunday. Bow your heads. Father, we give thanks to you this day. We praise your holy name for all that you've given us, for all that you've blessed us with, and for all that you've done for us. We ask, Father, that you will watch over us during these holidays, to bring us into fellowship with one of another, to bring us into fellowship with our family and friends, and to help us remember what this season is that we celebrate about. We live in a time where it's getting harder and harder, Father, for us to be true and for us to be Christians as the world is trying to press its influence in on us, as we're being stopped from worshiping you as we should in a lot of different places in a lot of different ways. But Father, I pray that we can hold on to what we have left and that we can continue to worship you as you would have us worship you and to remember what this season is about what it means to every Christian around the world. Lord, we give thanks to you for your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, born into this world of a virgin, who gave up his life to pay the debt for our sins, to be resurrected three days later in a glorious body, same body that he was crucified in, to be glorified for the gift of your Son. For we thank you and praise your holy name, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we ask this prayer. Amen. Amen. Alright, guys. Well, go ahead and enjoy the rest of your Christmas. And I will see all of you in... Well, I guess on the 31st, on New Year's Eve. Well, I'm really hitting all the holidays this time around, aren't I? They all seem to be falling on Saturdays. That's when I do the podcast. Alrighty then. Well, on New Year's Eve, I'll see you then. If for some reason I can't, which I really should. It's not like I'll be doing anything special for New Year's Eve. But for some reason, if I should not be able to, then I'll see you in the new year. But God willing, we'll all meet again then. Guys, have a great, great Christmas, and thank you so much. I love each and every one of you, and I appreciate all of you for listening, 
for supporting me for just being that being those pr that those prayers that I need. Thank you.